welcome to the AI Applied Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Each week, I cover breaking AI news, tools, and interview experts giving you actionable tips on applying AI into your career, job, workflows, and life. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together chat GPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about the fact that Virtualytics just landed $37 million in investments. They are a data visualization startup specifically focusing on artificial intelligence. We're going to be diving into what the implications are for the industry, um, what they're doing, and where they plan on spending the money. So I think if we back this up a little bit and talk about the industry in general, data challenges, I think, continue to be a really big hurdle for a lot of enterprises. Um, and if you look at the actual statistics of this, Deloitte did a survey back in 2017, um, which, of course, is a, a couple of years back, but I think it's still fairly relevant um, and essentially, they said that 67% of executives struggle with um, comfortably accessing or leveraging the organization's data. And I think with AI, this is the absolute best time to take all of that data that was previously very hard, right back in 2019, this is very hard to get to, um, put it into these AI models and make these conversational or automated reports that not only can give these executives um, reports on their data, reports on what's happening, but also break down um, what this means and give key takeaways um, and automated reports. I think this is absolutely perfect. So this was echoed by New Vantage Partners poll where less than a third of firms regarded themselves as truly data-driven, even in light of significant investments poured into um, AI and business analytics. And this is where Virtualytics comes in. So Virtualytics was actually founded back in 2016 and the startup essentially its origins go back to um, the intellectual grounds of Caltech and also NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab. So Virtualytics was uh, essentially created by a collaboration between Michael Amori, that's the co-founder, um, and George Janjorovsky, which is a Caltech professor who specialized in astronomy and data science, and then also Ciro Demelak, who is a computer, uh, a computational scientist from Caltech Center for Data-Driven Discovery. So Amori emphasizes the present issue with today's tools, and he says, quote, common dashboard tools fall short of revealing the hidden insights buried in today's intricate data. With rising concerns, I think, about bias, and then you have, you know, people talk about privacy and ethics, um, he actually believes that a deeper understanding of data and its outliers and patterns is really critical for companies to improve responsible data usage. So I think the unique proposition of Virtualytics, if we want to, you know, kind of get into that, is the fact that it essentially combines 3D visualizations, knowledge graphs, and AI to unveil relationships within data. So users essentially can input a data set um, and a query in plain English, and the platform then serves up annotations and explanations that can be integrated into reports and dashboards, which essentially is just streamlining communication across the enterprise. So I think this is really useful. 
Um, obviously, we're seeing a lot of companies that are struggling with this today. Um, and I think this is a pretty solid uh, response to that. So for instance, you know, a financial institute, they could use Virtualytics to, you know, identify payments and wire fraud. And if you want to use this in different industries, right, like let's say you're thinking about marketing, you could use Virtualytics uh, or a marketing firm could use Virtualytics to pinpoint emerging customer segments. So while the market isn't short for business intelligence tools, I think there are a lot of them out there. Um, you know, such as Bayes acquired by Airtable back in 2021 and, you know, Canva owns Flourish, which is based in uh, London. I think Virtualytics claims a distinctive edge. Its uh, visualizations are accessible in VR and AR, which is quite interesting, especially when you're talking about companies doing things remote and doing meetings in the, on those platforms, especially with the emergence of Apple's new headset. But I mean, beyond that, I think Amori asserts that Virtualytics is not just, you know, user friendly, but also more potent than many existing solutions. So this is without, you know, necessitating profound technical know-how. So despite the innovations, the adoption of business intelligence software remains a concern. A 360 Suites 2020 survey identified user adoption and data quality controls as the main challenges that companies are grappling with. So that's, you know, not forgetting cost control and security, which are also other factors. So I think, you know, drawing a line of distinction, um, Amori was, you know, kind of talking about it. And this is what he said, quote, while Virtualytics may occasionally find itself categorized alongside business intelligence tools, our approach, approach is substantially different. Traditional business intelligence tools merely report the news through straightforward dashboard reports. So I think the momentum is on Virtualytics side in this specific case. Um, and I think they had evidence of a 300 and 70% year-over-year revenue increase. Absolutely incredible. Um, so they're obviously growing very fast. And, you know, when, when these companies are raising a lot of money, this is the, this is the you know, the, the golden ticket. This is what people are looking for. This is what you want to see is revenue up, um, usage up, and doing that in a sustainable manner. And it would appear that they're doing this. But I think the surge, according to Amore, is largely attributed to recent partnerships with government entities, including the Department of Defense. So their collaboration spans projects such as operational readiness and intelligence analysis. Um, and kind of to reinforce their strategic board, Virtualytics recently brought on the retired Army um, General John Murray and also a former U.S. Navy Vice Admiral, which is Timothy White. Um, and so I think that, you know, that's really going to help with a lot of their strategic um, aspects. And especially right now as they're integrating with the Department of Defense and working on these government contracts, this is going to be uh, really big to their growth. So I think kind of looking at future expansion and where they see this going, I think Virtualytics has successfully secured this $37 million. This is a series C funding round, right? So this is not their, this is not something like super new. Um, they've been around for a while and um, they've been growing for a while. But Smith Point Capital took the lead on this round um, with City and the Hillman's company as advisory clients uh, that, you know, are also participating in this. I think this boost really takes Virtualytics total funding to around $67 million. So Amori underscores that the capital will fuel collaborations, evaluate customer success innovations, um, and expand their team of 76. So, um, you know, we can expect to see uh, growth across all areas of the company, and especially with a lot of their big new contracts they've signed, um, this seems quite warranted and necessary. So Amori, um, you know, really kind of focused on their motivation for the set funding round and said, 
uh, there was two main drivers. There is a robust collaboration history with the Department of Defense and the surging demand for AI-driven analysis in the enterprise sector. And this is kind of due to these massively growing data size and, intric uh, and, and, and essentially intricacy that companies and corporations and entities are experiencing right now. So I think with this fresh kind of infusion of cash, the goal is pretty clear. They're going to be accelerating the roadmap. Um, they're going to incorporate more AI, particularly generative AI into their platform. And then they're going to scale their business to meet some of the evolving market needs. I think this is a really interesting company to follow, um, especially, you know, a lot of people are like, well, there's a lot of business intelligence companies. This is interesting, right? This is not a new startup. They're, you know, integrated with the Department of Defense. And I think we're going to see some big moves from them in the future. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thank you for tuning in to the AI Applied Podcast. Make sure to rate this wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a fantastic rest of your day.